I have to say I am really bummed that we couldn't get together yesterday for Rally Day for a number of reasons. I am excited we'll still have our talent show and service project next Sunday, which by then should offer us at least a clear of smoke day. And maybe it isn't the number one reason, but part of my disappointment in missing our gathering yesterday is that the readings for that Sunday were so rich. It was hard for me to just choose three of the four possibilities. But one reading I love from Romans 14 was assigned for yesterday, and I thought we might just look at this for a few minutes, as if we were up in the space station, far removed from smoke and sickness, just getting perspective and a breath of fresh air as we look at the whole of the earth. Because that is what this reading does for me today. Two of our staff went for a high mountain hike last Friday as we were choking in the lowlands, and they said it was clear and bright and beautiful. So let's be taken up with Paul on this reading for yesterday, today. Paul starts out by saying, Welcome those who are weak in faith, but not for the purpose of quarreling over opinions. Some believe in eating anything, while the weak eat only vegetables. (laughs) Paul may have been a little off here. The strongest person I know is a vegan. He's also the toughest person I know, and he has a sister who's equally as tough. They're both vegans. But I think Paul's point is not so much about that, but will become clear as he continues a little further down. Because apparently there is a bit of quarreling going on in the community. Paul continues, Those who eat, eat in honor of the Lord, since they give thanks to God. While those who abstain, abstain in honor of the Lord and give thanks to God. We do not live to ourselves and we do not die to ourselves. If we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. For to this end Christ died and lived again, so that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. Why do you pass judgment on your brother or sister, or you? Why do you despise your brother or sister? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God, for it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall give praise to God. So then each of us will be accountable to God. These words are a treasure to me, partly because they are often a reminder or even a correction to me. In all of my quarreling and self-righteousness and do-it-my-way indignation, in all of my name-calling and finger-pointing and frustration, I am missing some pretty big keys. In many cases, my brother or sister in my church and in my community, even the ones with whom I disagree or from whom I do things differently, actually are caring people, concerned for the needs of others, and living in a way they see as being faithful. But even more importantly than that, even if they are wrong, or if they are acting out of fear or anxiety, even if we disagree over something that needs to move forward, or that needs to be stopped altogether. I will not get anywhere by objectifying or categorizing or dismissing them. That will only feed my own fear and give an open invitation for evil and all of its friends to make a cozy little nest in my own heart. But most importantly of all, infinitely more important than these other two points, is what Paul says right in the middle. This is the biggest perspective of all. If we live, Paul says, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. Think about that. 
two major things that are out of human control are life and death. And yet even in those places of origin and ending, we belong to God in Jesus Christ, fully belong, as if we were children of loving parents that belong to an incredibly loving family. And if I am held by that promise, then so too is my neighbor. And we, can, we don't have to go far to see Jesus' definition of who our neighbor is. And so every way in which I interact with my neighbor now becomes in light of that promise. And any way in which I dehumanize my neighbor violates that promise. This does not mean that we do not disagree. Heavens no. This does not mean that we just keep the peace and all get along. For keeping the peace almost always benefits one and squashes another. But as we move, let us practice at least a fraction of the irrational and outlandish care for one another that helps others see the truth of God's promise in Christ that we share.